So before we start today's episode, I just want to give a quick content warning. Uh, today's episode deals with some serious topics and has some adult themes. Um, we're talking about sextortion, but we also touch on other types of crime and the victims of crime, as well as suicide and suicide awareness and prevention. So if you're uncomfortable with any of those topics, uh, this might be an episode to skip. It's an important episode and we try and kind of keep it as light as we can. We hope you find this episode informative. Giant Voice. The official podcast of the United States Navy's largest overseas installation, Commander Fleet Activities, Yokosuka. All the information you need to succeed as a forward deployed sailor in Japan. Each week, we tackle one topic and speak to experts who can answer some of your most frequently asked questions. This is the Giant Voice Podcast. Hi, everybody. Uh, we are back with another episode of the Giant Voice Podcast. Uh, we're going to tackle a little bit of a difficult topic today, um, but I think it's something important, and uh, I know that it is uh, it is important to NCIS and important to the command to get the message out there. So we are here with, uh, from NCIS, Special Agent Sharika Miller-Dobbin, uh, and we are going to talk about sextortion today, and specifically some of the stuff uh, that happens overseas and that can impact sailors and their families. So, Special Agent Miller Dobbin, thank you for joining us uh, on the Giant Voice Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, as always. It's rainy out there. It huh? is. It is. It's pretty rainy. Yeah, we're, uh, this is your second year in Japan, you said? Right. Right at two years, actually. So, you've you've experienced a rainy season before? I, last I year? have, but I didn't really realize that it was a rainy season. <laughs> I thought I just came at the wrong time. It's just but, raining a lot. Right, absolutely. So yeah, we're, we're talking about something that's a pretty difficult topic. And mm -hmm. I, I think anything that has to do with, with sex or any of these type of topics, mm -hmm. people tend to shy away from absolutely. because these are personal things. And so we don't want to talk about, you know, what the possible implications are and what the dangers are out there. But I think you you're aware as I am too. Like we need to talk about these things. We're all adults. We can we can talk about uh, this in a constructive and healthy way Absolutely. to try and warn people of of what some of the things are that are out there. So first, I mean, I, I kind of understand, but maybe can you give us a rundown of kind of what sextortion is as a broader topic? Absolutely. So in order in order to narrow it down a bit. Sextortion is derived from the word extortion. So basically, sextortion is when someone threatens to send sexually graphic photos of you. That can be intimate photos, uh, nude images, or videos of yourself if you don't meet their demands. And their demands can range from anything to um, soliciting information from you or monetary funds. So that's a broad range of what sextortion is. So like the old, you know, mafia extortion stuff of pay us money or we'll burn your business down or whatever. Right. It's that, but using sexual images as some type of collateral. Right. It's like a form of sexual exploitation. And that's where we get the sextortion from because 
a lot of times when you um, when you associate with the word sextortion, they want some type of sexual images or some type of sexual um, circumstance in order to get what they want from you. So is this a case of, you know, I remember years ago it was a big topic. I think it still is of like, you know, the revenge porn thing mm-hmm. of, of maybe this is a significant other after a breakup. and Or is it like what are some of the cases here of where this happens? So it definitely can, it definitely can take form um, with revenge porn. But statistically speaking, what we're seeing is that it's more of a Philippine-based um scam ah interesting right and not just saying that you know people from the philippines they're the ones of course not right absolutely but just from the data that we've collected over the years we've seen we've seen that it stems from the philippines and so this is normally how out of all the incidents and cases that i've investigated this is a, a broad term of how i how i see it so i want to start off by saying that overall sextortion is not just they don't just target military personnel or DOD right. um, affiliated personnel. Right. It affects women, teens from all over the world. But obviously now we're you know more focused on DOD affiliation. Right. So what we've seen is they mostly like to target male DOD and not saying they don't target the female um, DOD members or military members. But just this is what we've seen. So you'll have a woman. And she'll approach a service member via social media. It can be through LinkedIn. It can be through Instagram or Snapchat. DM on exactly. TikTok, Facebook. whatever. Yes. Right. So what, whatever kind of social media platform that they decide they want to um, approach you on, that's what they do. From what I've seen mostly, um, a lot of service members are approached uh, via Facebook Messenger. So how it kind of happens is they'll approach the mill service member. They'll start casual conversation. Hi, how are you? And I see you're in the Navy and I love military men and I love what you do. And thank you for your service. It starts off like that. So one of the red flags that you'll see is that um, the female member, she's just overly sexually just out there just right from the jump right ab- absolutely so yeah almost instantly once she sees that the male service member is interacting with her she'll immediately turn that conversation sexually sexually in nature and i i think too i mean in regardless of even sextortion mm-hmm. that should be a red flag in general absolutely. maybe <laughs> you know if you're not taking time to build something and it's not an in-person, sudden spur of the moment right. thing. If someone is suddenly being very overtly sexual over the internet, to right. you, you might want to, <laughs> you know, take a step back. And you right? got to ask yourself, how often does this happen? Right. Like, does this happen to me a lot? And you kind of got to, you know, put two and two together because right. they don't discriminate. It doesn't matter who you are. If they feel like you're a target, they're going to target you. Yep. So once they engage in that conversation, they will offer themselves. And there's a caveat to this. Most of the time that we've seen, they are not those actual females that they're portraying to not. be. Right, Absolutely. Right. They are middle-aged men right. pretending to be these attractive and females. some other social media profile to get a couple hundred photographs. Absolutely. And I want to talk about that, too, about making sure you're kind of you know, locking down your, your social media platforms. Okay, we can, cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. Keep Absolutely. going with what, with what you're on right now. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll um, – the – quote unquote uh female 
female uh, member, she will show images and videos of herself and they're sexually graphic in nature. They're, they're you know, nude, nude images. And she'll ask the service member to, to do the same. And I've seen where in many of the cases, I'm not going to say most, um, in many of the cases, the male service member complies. And reciprocates Absolutely. A photo. He'll send photos or he'll, they'll record themselves and they'll send it back to the female member. Once that happens, instantly it's the, the game is up. And then they'll, I've seen it where they have a lot of different, um, a lot of different stories that they will say afterwards. They'll say something along the lines like, hey, you sent those photos to my underage daughter. Uh, or, they mm-hmm. change it into some. Absolutely. Oh, this is so and so's dad now. Exactly. Uh, and you weren't supposed to send those photos. You're a military member. Why are you sending photos like that to people and things like that? I got it. And sometimes they even pretend to be law enforcement. So, oh, Lord. and that's what makes that's why a lot of military members they are so inclined to just send the money or do what it is that they're requesting requesting because they just don't want the trouble of yes mm-hmm. they're subject to the ucmj and it's easy to coerce coerce them to do those demands because they're so terrified of what could happen if it gets out wow it's a difficult situation it is very difficult i've seen where service members they have went upward into thirty thousand dollars of oh, debt and and this is the thing when you're when they're soliciting money from you and you give them that money, they're they're not going to stop. No, they're going to ask for more money. Yes, because wring that sponge dry. Right? <laughs> absolutely, and they what they say is that Westerners, and that's what they call a lot of you know Americans, especially DOD members. Westerners are they're dumb. And they have a lot of money. And a lot of people associate military members or DOD personnel in general with having a lot of money. So they'll send, if you send them money, they'll keep requesting it. I've seen service members take out loans. Oh, my God. Right, from their financial institutions to satisfy um, the debt to these people. And sometimes they still release those photos out. There's something, there's something so kind of heartbreaking about you know, we all just want affection and right. we want love and Absolutely. other people. And there's something I can see how people would fall into the trap mm-hmm. easily. If you're lonely, you're here in Japan, maybe you're Absolutely. in a foreign country, missing family, missing family. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have a hard time meeting a, a local woman up. because you don't speak the language. And Absolutely. Oh, man, it's just a tough right. situation. And I wish that I can. I can say that that um, that's mostly why it occurs. Um, obviously, I can't speak to that because, like we discussed before, a lot of service members they are embarrassed and ashamed to say, "Hey, of course, I messed up. This is what happened. Can you help me, or what do I do?" A lot of them they want to they'll, they'll send the money and they they hope that it'll go away, but it it doesn't, it doesn't go, go away. away. Absolutely not. Yeah. So. Um, what would, what would you say? I mean, prevention wise, Mm -hmm. I think it seems obvious, but maybe it doesn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially, you know, I'm, I'm 40 years old. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit older. I'm, I'm definitely a technology generation, but it's, it's a little bit different. I, I think people who are younger, uh, don't see sending a nude picture of themselves to mm. someone they're in a relationship with as a big deal. Right. And maybe it shouldn't be and maybe it's not. Right. But s- 
sending it to someone you don't really know is not a great idea. So what are what are some other red flags to look mm. out for before you send a nude photo to right. somebody? So first I want to say is make sure I know that there's a lot of different social media platforms out there. It's some that I don't even know. It was, it was one social media platform that I'm like, what is that? Is that is that new? So there's a lot of different social media platforms out there. One thing I I highly encourage, and of course I can't make anybody do anything, but to lock your profiles down. I know a lot of military members are um, super proud of their accomplishments and they post themselves in uniforms and they post their commands and their friends. And they look at that. The scammers, they, they look at it and they find their next victim. They can find plenty of victims just from one person. So what I what I suggest is locking your profile down. If you do want to post, you know, photos of you in in uniform and things like that, you can do that just to make sure that it's only your friends and family who can see that stuff. And then I I can go like I did a, a little project where I went on a random Facebook profile. I could tell you the service member's name. I knew that he his mom was in the states i knew that he had three other siblings i knew what command they were at where they were stationed and we weren't even friends on facebook so if i can see that the everybody scammer, else yeah, can too absolutely and then they see the friends that you affiliate with and then now they have a list of people that they can just target and it's just an ongoing thing so um first and foremost lock your social media profiles down just be super careful of what it is that you're um, posting on social media. What I recommend, uh, this is what my wife and I do with pictures of our child. Right. Is so we have a private Instagram page Mm -hmm. that you have to request access from us to see any posts whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And then when people say like, how come you don't post pictures of your kids on your Facebook page? Mm -hmm. Like, well, here's a link to this Instagram page. It doesn't even have our names. It's a string of random numbers, (laughs) the name of it. And so I think that if you want to share your military stuff, that might be a good way to go. Make a private group for close friends and family. Absolutely. And then what we found is a lot of the military or DOD uh, personnel um, they have a very active uh, social media footprint. So right. that's a lot. That's the common denominator um, when we're, you know, investigating these things. And I also want to state, too, that um, once these photos of yourselves are out there in cyberspace. It's out there. This is it. Yep. Yeah. There's nothing at all that anyone can do to remove these images or videos of you once they're in cyberspace. Yep. So you have to be careful. Yep. Another thing is, too, um, unfortunately, if you do decide to send money to these people, unless that money is insured by your financial institution. It's gone. Right. We cannot get that back. Yeah. And we still encourage you to report these things. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Everybody makes mistakes. And um, we want to be able to continue to gather data and gather our statistics so that we can put these identifying factors together. But just be careful and be cautious because we can't we, we, we can't get the money. Yeah, we can't. So I'll uh, I'll tell a little story. I think you'll find this interesting, but it pertains as far as like locking down your social media profile Mm -hmm. because i know like scraping is a thing right they Mm -hmm. can make a dual in other words someone could go on your facebook profile Mm -hmm. download all the pictures of you right and then use that to make a fake duplicate 
So many years ago, I had a, a Japanese friend, and one day she texts me, and she it's a picture of a, a guy in an army uniform. Hmm. And she says, do you know this guy? And I said, no, I don't know him. Oh, well, he's stationed in Japan at Camp Zama. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's possible. I don't right. know him. And she said, well, do you know if he's real? And I said, I mean, he, what do you mean? You know, right. A little bit of a language barrier. She's speaking English. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, um, this was a scammer who had scraped a military person's Facebook profile mm. and used it to catfish her. Wow. And then, so she'd never met this guy, but they had been in a texting relationship for like a year. Mm-hmm. This is the first time she's bringing this to my attention. Right. And then this whole scam, I guess you might know about this. It's I guess it's a known catfishing scam where suddenly she gets a call from an actual person that's a woman in the United States mm-hmm. saying it's his daughter. Right. And they need money to get him out. His lost his passport on the way back yes. and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So she sent all this money to the daughter and then poof they mm. all disappeared yes it's so many different variations with sextortion and it'll be impossible to name the amount of, because they're getting more and more privy to the countermeasures that we're right, setting right and the, the thing is i'm glad that you're bringing light to sextortion because not only have we seen an increased uptick in the last few years with sextortion it's becoming to where Obviously, you don't know how something will affect you until it happens to you. Um, unfortunately, we've seen people take their lives Ugh. at the cost of sextortion because you just don't know how it's going to affect you and you're shamed and you're embarrassed. Like there was this one case that the FBI was investigating. It was a young man in high school, um, highly decorated. He was uh, graduating top of his class. He was getting ready to go off to the top college. And one one night he was um, solicited by an online scammer. And I can't really say if they were Philippine based or not, but um, he the person requested a certain amount of money from him and he didn't have it. He said, I only have this portion of it. And they're like, fine, send it because they're not going to turn down the money. Right. So he sends the money. And like I said before, once they once once you send the money, they're going to keep requesting it. And he was so near graduation and had so many awesome things oh going God, on. Oh, this poor guy. Absolutely. So once he couldn't satisfy the, once he couldn't satisfy Monetary the request. demand. Yeah. Uh, his parents found him uh, deceased oh. the next day. So it's very, very important. You have to protect yourself and you have to be careful. And and if you are in the situation, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Someone finding out that you took a naked picture mm-hmm. is not worth your life. Absolutely In the not. Scheme of things, it's really not that big of a deal. Absolutely not. And yeah. a lot of times they'll get bored with you. They're not going to keep going back and forth because they're trying to, you know, get yeah. this money from you. So if you do find yourself, if you say, okay, you know what, you know, crap, I I gave this person this picture, or they're threatening. Block that person. Keep keep the messages because that's very informative for for law enforcement. So, you know, we can use things like screen names or usernames um, associated with the social media and um, block that person. But take pictures of the messages and take pictures of any uh, pictures or videos that they send you and report it to law enforcement. But do not send any more photos and do not send any money. And I tell you another thing that's pretty dangerous, too. It's almost scary. 
um, we've had instances where um, the service member they knew that it was sex torture. It was like, no, I'm not falling for that. Like, I'm yeah. not sending you any photos. I'm not sending yeah. you anything. Like, go away. Yep. And the person basically told them, well, you don't have to send me any photos. I have plenty. And I'll submit them and I'll just say that this is you. Wow. Exactly. So now they're they're getting very devious with it. You don't even have to I'm send them pushy. any photos. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you just have to be careful. If you don't know, if you have someone that's unknown to you and they're randomly, hi, how are you? And you don't know who they are, just do not communicate. Block yeah. them. If it's somebody that knows you, I promise you they will find another means to reach out to you to yeah. let them know. Or, you know, if someone if someone messaged you on your Facebook profile <laughs> of, hi, I live in Yokosuka. You look like my type of person. Then say, let's meet at the coffee shop. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Go meet the person. And, and Not that I'm sure sextortion happens with real face-to-face -face interactions right. sometimes, Absolutely. too. But, but. Yeah, don't trust. It's so easy to pretend to be someone else Absolutely. on the internet. And okay, so mm -hmm. having said all that before, um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, let's say someone does unfortunately find themselves in this situation. Mm -hmm. They've they've sent some type of illicit photo to somebody. Somebody's demanding money mm -hmm. now. Worst case scenario, hopefully it doesn't get there. But let's say it does. Uh, you already talked a little bit about what they should do, but. Who should they reach out to? Mm -hmm. What's the next step in that case? Absolutely. So if you find yourself a victim of sextortion and you've already sent um, sexually graphic images or anything of that nature, just stop where you are. Do not send any more videos. Do not send any more pictures. Definitely do not send them any type of money. Block those individuals. Take a screenshot of, you know, what you think would be good identifying factors. Um, if someone was using a certain slang that they kept using in the say, saying in the message oh. or right, like usernames that's associated with their profiles or anything that they said, they can kind of link us to who like they common spelling errors. Right. Or peculiarities right. of speech. Right. So anything that would be good ident identifying factors, make sure you notate that and then reach out, reach out to your local law enforcement. And if you're DOD affiliated, if you're on base, you can reach out to um, CID on base and you can definitely reach out to NCIS. We're always there to make sure that we do what we can to protect you yep. but that's why we try to um i during aob each week i try to make sure that i uh reiterate and stay a little bit longer on the topic of sextortion because of the increase and in what i've been seeing and things like that just to make sure that no one uh falls victim to sextortion and we definitely don't want any ramifications of um the aftermath of sextortion. So just make sure that you notify law enforcement as soon as possible and cease contact with that person immediately and block them on all platforms. Yep. And and I would say, you know, to anyone out there, as always, we, we say this on the podcast a lot. Um, we talk about difficult subjects sometimes, but anyone who's struggling, there are so many resources available to mm -hmm. you in the military that you can reach out to. So even if you were uncomfortable going to law enforcement, there are you can reach out to your chaplain, you can reach out to, you know, military one source to the the helplines there, the suicide helplines. Right. Um, there's so many your chain of command can help you. Um, there's so many resources. So 
don't suffer in silence no matter what's going on, um, including sextortion. Do your best to not fall victim, but if you do, know that there's help out there, right? Right, and I'm glad you actually touched on that because um, especially with suicide, that's the number one cause of death, not just with military, but with with uh, law enforcement personnel. So make, I know they have, um, they have a 1-800 number that you can reach out to and you can even text them. Yep. So just make sure you utilize those resources for you. It doesn't even have to be anything suicide um, related. It can be substance abuse or things, or things of that nature. But um, I'm glad you, it's a sensitive top, uh, topic it for is. me because I've had a lot of people um, I know and love affected by me it. Too. So. There's there's resources. Right, so. and take back your control. Absolutely. You know, unfortunately, if you did send those images. It's not the end of the world, but take back your control and notify someone and let us help you to catch them. So. Yep. And, and hopefully, even if you can't catch them in them, in, in that specific case, mm-hmm. it's going to give you ammunition down the line Absolutely. to put a stop to it. Absolutely. And maybe save someone else from having the same thing. Happen. For sure. Great. All right. Well, Hey, that was fantastic. <laughs> Um, everybody out there listening, uh, we thank you so much. We know this was a little bit of a difficult uh, episode, but um, NCIS and law enforcement are always there if you find yourself in a tough situation or you think that something is not quite right with someone you're in contact with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have the contact info in the show notes. And uh, yeah, so... Um, Special Agent Miller Dobbin, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate having you here, and we hope you come back sometime and we can talk about some other stuff. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you sharing your platform for us, so thank you. You're welcome. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Bye-bye. The Giant Voice Podcast is a production of Commander Fleet Activities Yokosuka Public Affairs Office. The views expressed in this podcast not necessarily reflect the policy of the Department of the Navy or Department of Defense. Thanks for listening.